From Chagdagumpa Riggs and Lane, this is Listen, Contemplate, Meditate, a podcast featuring a range of teachings from the Buddhist tradition presented by Lamas of Chagdagumpa Foundation. Our website is chagdagumpa.org. When we begin this practice of these things, first and most, when, when we sit down, it is uh, important thing is that uh, having a, a proper uh, posture. Those who have a health problem, so then it is exceptional. Otherwise, it is good to have a good posture. Because the pastures say Tenjin Jenju Mayim be Chagayaba Mayino has a Temju interdependent pasture influence. Pasture has a certain uh, interdependent natures with our channels, channels to the our wind wind to the, our mind. So, so therefore, having a proper posture is that it is a very, very important. And then, <clears throat> to the posture of having a proper posture, but then the posture have to have a lucha. I say, lula lucha, ngala dalcha, semla salcha. Three things that it is very, very important to have in our practice when we sit down with the proper posture is the body having a proper posture but having a very looseness, not uptight, not tense completely, kind of looseness, uh, looseness to the body, relaxed body. Then breathing-wise also, of course, in a very natural state. Then mind has to be uh, uh, what I call present, uh, not in the sense of present kind of with a dull, but very kind of clarity, salcha kind of way, then practice will happen. <clears throat> uh, practice can't happen if your mind is very, very agitated kind of way, or practice can't happen by ourselves being very, very dull. Basically, meditation doesn't happen if your mind is still but dull, doesn't happen a good meditation at all. <clears throat> so therefore, to have a good meditation, from the beginning we have to, to, to develop the habit. Develop the habit. My father used to say, you may remember, to have a, to, the water full of, water glushing, I say, from the, from the top river, there's the rain things, yeah? From the beginning, you, you, you build these things, so then the water will go. While the water is gushing, you're trying to, trying to divert, it will not happen. <clears throat> Similarly, from the beginning, we have to, to, uh, to prepare ourselves. So therefore, most important thing is that, is knowing how to engage into practice. Then, uh, body having a good posture. And that body and speech and mind, then having those quality we develop. And then says Namo Lamanchen. So then we so then with with those kind of those qualities develop in, into our sitting and then uh, 
we pray one pointedly to the <coughs> lama uh, <coughs> uh, lama uh, and uh, basically rumbuche uh, and 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 group amasamba inseparable and we see and uh, either you can see inseparable <coughs> uh, think of as all the lineage are, are within the uh, our own lama and then you pray one pointedly and then we pray one pointedly that their um, body blessings from the forehead white light shining forth touches to our own uh, crown chakra as a purifying our body obscurations from the throat as a the speech blessings as a speech obscurations mind from the lama as a blessings of the enlightened mind it is uh, purifying our mind obscurations basically remo- removing all obscure all the obstacles to understand the 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 practice of the ngunro <coughs> removing all the basically obstacles by their blessings to understand the the practice and then you pray one pointedly and then uh, understand that all the <coughs> uh, basically the blessings uh, are all uh, seeing the lama as the source of all the blessings and um, <clears throat> and then we begin our practice basically when we understand the qualities of the lama then it will open our uh, uh, mind and the more our mind is open the blessings is easier to to to, to receive <clears throat> uh, blessings of the lamas Uh, like a sun shines towards all directions mm-hmm. <clears throat> but receiving the the uh, the blessings as a sun ray sunlight it is all our our own depends on ourselves <clears throat> so so therefore it is a it is a important to to understand the the uh, importance of the the pre- qualities and the preciousness of of the lama and then that helps to open our uh, our own mind <coughs> mind so then as a tanjuri chogi precious human birth impermanent these things basically we talk about as a nyawa yida tunrodan lalu sering hada loda sanji jido mukubande da mikom ge being free from those eight uh how you say mikomba ge how do you say mikomba eight freedoms eight freedoms rangjul na mi rangjul na shenjul na sang mini uji ongbosa yen lenta malo nela te basically those aging qualities aging qualities uh, those who have those aging qualities and then we call 
a passage of human birth, <coughs> basically. That is, uh, then those are, uh, in a words of my perfect teacher, very, very uh, clearly he talks. But the most important part is that <coughs> singing, I believe it's singing also, Longshinpa says it in a very simple way. Then that one is uh, <clears throat> within the eighteen qualities. Then he puts it into a three categories. Milu is barely human, so to speak. Yeah, milu is barely human. Milu is a. Chebarche, superior or extraordinary uh, human birth. Then the Milu Rinpoche is the precious uh, human birth. <coughs> that when we reflect of those things, it makes it very clear to identify how we, we how we, how is it? How, where we are. Sometimes, even though we have all of these things, these qualities, but we kind of get completely occupied by things, that we don't have time to do any of these things. Those are milu tsambova. Milu chen he says that we know uh, the, the, what do you call, uh, quality to the Buddha, Dharma, Sangha and so forth, we knowing it is important and and coming as doing practice once in a while, being able to kind of to practice and engage, put effort, being able to put some effort in there once in a while. This is Milu Tsambhava. No, Milu Chaparche. Milu Rinpoche is that truly understands the the preciousness of our birth and then being able to really take advantage and really time to integrate the Dharma in our life, wherever we are. That says Milu Rinpoche. So that kind of way, so then is, to me it's kind of easy to kind of put ourselves where we are. So then it's kind of trying to upgrade from this Milu Milu Tsambhava to Milu Chebrachin and then say, okay, now I'm here, so therefore, now to upgrade, trying to put effort into, is easier, is much easier. Precious human aging qualities is one thing, but then exactly knowing where we are is one whole different thing. So therefore, practical point of view, Simjing Asos one, Milu Tsambhava, Milu Chebrachin, Milu Rinpoche is a very good to uh, to ourselves to see where we are and then trying to bring ourselves up to 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 really to how you say uh, fulfill or make our life meaningful is by that kind of a seeing where we fit in uh, so <clears throat> but in the uh, Basically, we have this precious human birth with 
basically I technically of 18 different qualities makes this uh, uh, as a preciousness and us having this doesn't mean that everything happens everything happens through this birth is all positive from here we can have what I call <clears throat> uh, if we apply this if we apply our birth in a positive way this is the kind of boat that will take us into the liberation crossing the ocean of samsara or if we don't use this proper this this body in a proper way this can be also a greater uh, greater uh, samsara can also uh, come from this also <clears throat> Says the Gedi Kunjul Yobo Lundiyin. This is the servant of what I say, all positive and ne negative uh, things. All can come from uh, all can come from from this this birth. So basically, it is a powerful birth. Many other births don't have this. Uh, uh, I say uh, possibility or oh, no no possibility uh, capability to reveal let's say uh, enlightenment even though all beings have the Buddha nature uh, but to as a, to to reveal our own that that absolute nature so then <clears throat> Uh, it limits by their own karma uh, of mental capa mental capacity, so that it limits. This human birth has this special human birth has that uh, that uh, capacity. So so therefore, it is important to to really understand and take full advantage of our own this special birth. <coughs> uh, as all the as we see all the masses here, all the great masses, um, <clears throat> uh, either on this life or in the past life, basically, them truly understanding, them truly kind of taking advantage of their own that potential, that that, that possibility, and then they become. Who they are, they are benefiting thousands and hundreds and thousands of beings. Uh, benefiting millions of beings are benefiting. It all comes from from that taking a full advantage of their own that preciousness, their that that quality. <clears throat> similarly, those again some beings that. What you call in a negative way, and also can can uh, can can harm also uh, many many beings. Can can lead many many beings into a lower realms. Can also happen by uh, uh, yeah neg negatives. So anyway, in the essence, that we have to uh, we all have to understand that the <coughs> that. This precious human birth uh, 
having this uh, 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 what potential possibilities no matter how precious it is but then says uh, no matter how precious it is then it is again it is none uh, what do you call this um, being impermanent everyone who is born uh, will die no matter how precious it is but still it is a fragile it is a impermanent so the 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 curriculum of the uh, four thoughts it really helps to first knowing kind of telling you what kind of birth you have what kind of quality is in that birth and then says that you must take a full advantage of your birth moment by moment because even though it is a precious but still it is an impermanent so therefore it gives you a, a, a push so now understanding the idea of impermanent is one thing but now we have to reflect on ourselves do i am i really taking advantage of my birth or not that's one big question so <clears throat> um our <clears throat> the um beautiful story of Jingmilingba in the retreat every time he comes out from his uh, his cave thorn bush is catching his uh his uh, rope then he th- he thinks about oh maybe i should cut this thorn bush is bothering me <clears throat> but when he thinks thought of those then he thought oh I might be able to finish to cut these things, but then I might not be, I might not have this, what do you call, uh, time to, to enjoy of not being this here. Then he thought, might as well, I'll just practice. So every time he gets this kind of uh, irritation of this thorn, then he thinks about impermanence. Going in time, going out time, irritation, then he just manages by these impermanent ideas, going in time, manages by impermanent ideas. Then after three years, bush grow nicely, making a nice refuge for birds and so forth. And he also attained uh, enlightenment. Uh, he, he went happily and uh, bush re- reside happily. <laughs> Things like that, isn't it? So basically, when we when we have some insight of the impermanent and then it it uh, it gives us a greater accomplishment as a practitioners will will come so therefore we have to we have to really uh, see being a practitioner is, is all about being a truthful being honest so therefore so we have to to knowing impermanent is one thing 
having an application is one thing so therefore while we we, we say oh precious women birth that is if you have those then you have the qualities but now you are using this you are taking advantage or not advantage is one one thing so therefore it is important to to reflect am i am i taking things for granted am i really using this precious moment in the right way or not so it is good to reflect good to reflect good to reflect you know as a teaching as as a teaching goes then uh, there's many ways of reflecting to the uh, impermanent as a <clears throat> impermanent reflecting the idea of impermanence on the holy beings as a planet point of view as a family point of view there's many ways because many holy beings and uh, uh, in the chunjung in the in the, our drama histories there's so many great masters there they are not here now because of the force of the impermanent many of our uh, family members that we wish to see let's say great parents uh, has a grandparents and great grandparents these things they are not here because of impermanent uh, our close ones as our father mother many of things uh, are not here because of impermanent one thing that when i was receiving my first gundru teachings from my father <clears throat> the one thing that really kind of stuck with me is the story of the mother and the buddha mother uh, her son dies died died and then she went into front of buddha says please buddha help me bring my son back then he said to her you go and find a handful of salt where there is no history of death from family they have no history of death then maybe i can do something of course from her desperate then she didn't think uh, she just went everyone is willing to give her a handful of salt but then when she asked the question then there is no family there is have no history of death everyone has isn't it so then she kind of kind of exhausted by this <clears throat> that hope was exhausted and then she went came in front of the buddha then buddha began then then buddha taught her but buddha gave her teachings through the impermanent and she became a great practitioner <clears throat> so basically there uh, <clears throat> there is many different uh ways of looking at the impermanent even as we can look at our own body it is a, the way our body is it is a impermanent nature uh, <clears throat> uh, one time we were born from our mother's uh, uh, womb and uh, helpless nature then crawling then all basically all the all the different stages that, that we go through those are all are impermanent as as we all remember when we were young we are very happy to say our age 
Before we can even say by our mouth, our fingers goes, you know, like this. We are very happy to, to say like this. <clears throat> more and more we get older, the harder and harder to say our age. Why? There is a big question behind, there's big, uh, there's something to reveal in that. <clears throat> when we were young, teenager, we have no hesitation to say our age. When we get older and older, then we have a difficult, become harder and harder to say our age. <clears throat> because change is not, that change we are not liking. The young, younger time, the change gives you more sense of kind of independent and so forth. The more and more we get older, now we are, how is it, the dip coming. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, uh, wrinkle uh, accumulates. Teenager time, no wrinkles. Glowing. Then glowing goes away. Then the wrinkle accumulates. Hair begins to fall. <clears throat> Wrong place hair begins to grow, right place hair falls, isn't it? Men, wrong, right place hair falls, wrong place hair grows. <clears throat> so basically, so all of those things we have a difficulties with. And on the other hand, that is the reality. But the impermanent We suffer, so much of our suffering comes by not being able to accept the reality, the impermanent. <clears throat> and uh, as a practitioners, the in the in the practice in the practice, not being able to 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 arrive to a right meditation is have to do with that. Have to do with the. L lack of understanding on the impermanent, such as meditation on emptiness not, not happening, is also due to the impermanent, not understanding, not being able to accept the impermanent. Because when we when we're not able to accept, that means we are still clinging on our things. And then how can we have a good meditation? Not possible. How can we have an em emptiness meditation? Not possible. So therefore, it is uh, important to to really <clears throat> understand that as a uh, outer phenomena, as our on this planet is also impermanent. Uh, as our belongings, as let's say. Uh, Cars and these things are also are impermanent. As my father used to say, the many of you remember, says the car drives out of the lot minute it drops down the price. Yeah, <clears throat> my father used to say that. So basically, kind of a so minute you possess the car, there is a deterioration happens from there, or the minute the car makes, there is a deterioration of value. 
uh, starts <coughs> and value and the quality and so forth. <coughs> uh, similarly, as a holy being, similarly, wealth, uh, everything is impermanent as we know. Uh, uh, there was a one very, uh, what do you call uh, I met one wealthy Chinese person, wealthy, very wealthy Chinese person, Singaporean Chinese person, belongs few, uh, they uh, not really big buildings, but buildings have many flats. <clears throat> then he got lured by people, China, some, some people, he's in 70s and uh, got lured by one young person, married, moved to China, and the minute they get up there, they kicked him out and lost everything. Before he was, has drivers and everything. And then, now he is at uh, the gate, what do you call the uh, parking place, the, the, the gate opening and closing. He is the gate, gatekeeper basically. In the weather of Singapore, no winter, no spring, all summer, all year round, in that sun, he is the gatekeeper. Before owns a whole building. His wife gave him a one room to stay. Very nice wife, ex-wife, I guess. Gave him a room to stay, but that's it. He had nothing. That was a... <clears throat> Basically, it is all uh, impermanent, basically. Things all impermanent. Our own body impermanent. Mm, our loved one is impermanent. Our relation is impermanent. Basically, as we look, everything is impermanent. It is beyond our own control. But then, when we, be when we begin to, uh, to know and accept then uh, it's easier to, <clears throat> for example, <clears throat> for example, this beautiful flower here, <clears throat> if I don't know uh, this uh, impermanent ideas and somebody destroys this, I might get, a, I say, I might get upset, I might get angry, but then if I know a little bit of impermanent ideas, the flower being damaged by falling down, uh, somebody knocking down, and so whatever, so then I might have a sense of loss, but might not get angry because of knowing everything is impermanent. Let's say my cup is broken, somebody broke, I might have a sense of loss, but I might not get angry because of impermanent. If I don't know this, I can get angry. I can get, I can suffer by this. So anyway, impermanent is a very, very important thing in our life. <clears throat> because when we talk about in the path of Buddha Dharma, we have two things that we have to 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 uh, to have as a practitioners, emptiness and compassion. Yeah. Those two things. 
emptiness understanding or the realization starts from here impermanent having a, a understanding and ex, uh, of the practice of the impermanent is directly not exactly a em- emptiness but it is a first step because the main obstructor to the emptiness practice is the clinging it begins to dismantle some degrees of clinging <clears throat> being able to let go either as a feelings either as a uh, materials basically whatever we have these things is 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 easy is easy to let go <clears throat> so therefore emptiness is a uh, impermanent is a extremely uh, important practice not having a clear contemplation and a, a realization of the impermanent then trying to grasp on the meditation of emptiness is very difficult it becomes very much as a if we are if we are as wang bu yang rap wang bu rap ding tama as wang bu yang rap how do you say rap yeah ah the best faculty uh, person then just minute someone let's say the lama says certain things might understand the entire uh, thing possible but if we are not of that kind of a chikcharwa wangbo nombo is a chikcharwa basically uh, is a single vehicle uh, one uh, one uh, basically is like a instant realizing person if we are not that one so then we fall into one one called the rinjiba which means the gradual understanding person so once we are in a gradual understanding kind of category then we have to go through this such as uh, contemplating on the impermanent understanding the the whole um oh, content and the container as a world as being impermanent content being as a being impermanent within that as oneself as being impermanent that kind of way then it can opens the whole door to the meditation of emptiness otherwise it just simply re- resides as a intellectual meditation of emptiness an intellectual state of uh, practice so therefore the impermanent is a very very uh, very important <clears throat> very very important uh, then then talks about gidig leji jundelwa me gidig leji jundelwa me karma teachings then of course uh, uh, karma teachings basically uh, <clears throat> we talk about 10 non virtues and 10 virtue 
says that now even though you are you have this precious human birth that has all the potential to, to reveal but still it is impermanent in that says gidi kun you learn the yin even though it is a very precious human birth a precious birth but any positive and negative can happen in in this life in this birth so therefore says the then says introducing so these are the negative actions this is the positive actions and then therefore it talks about 10 non virtues which involves with the body actions speech actions mind actions uh, as a body actions three speech actions four mind actions uh three uh sojeba uh killing stealing sexual misconduct those are being the um uh three body actions then lying slandering harsh word idle chat these things are being the speech negative actions and then the nap napsim how do you say napsim nursing uh envy ah huh? envy uh nursim is the thought of harming uh uh others and then the wrong view then these are the uh minds negative actions <coughs> and uh, basically <coughs> this is very very important because <clears throat> when we have a uh, when we really pay attention to the teaching of karma then have some understanding of the how the function of the basically knowing the karma teaching which helps to know what is the cause of uh basically happiness what is the cause of suffering uh <clears throat> and uh to me in the dzogchen places we have a one uh, some words called the jeju shardu rangdu yedu you know those many many liberation of many different kinds and we talk the having a good understanding and the good insight of the karma not as a dzogchen point of view of shardu but as a, a shardu in its own kind of right happens in a karma teaching times <clears throat> because shadow means arising having a liberation at the same time yeah emotions arising and the, the liberating the emotion at the same time is called shadow basically of the karma times to me it is a <clears throat> there is a, its own shadow the right of the shadow in the karma teachings because right now the our actions we have uh action and recognition there is a big gap between 
those two things. We do things, we say things, and then later then we uh, recognize, oh, maybe it's not right. Sometimes we are not even able to acknowledge, even though we may know, but we may not be able to acknowledge to the person that that it is what we, what I done is wrong. But at least we recognize it later. But if, of course, if it's a if we are in a good state or should be, that we recognize and then we apologize, yeah? basically fix or whatever we make mess. <clears throat> There's a big gap, action and recognition. More and more we contemplate on this uh, teaching on karma, practice of karma, more and more we, we uh, contemplate. That comes closer and closer because the karma we have she, Samba, Jorwan, Tartuk. Those four aspects makes the complete of the karma as a as an object. We say she object, yeah, she object, intention, action, fruition, or the result. Those four things kind of complete the karma. Let's say killing. You have to have a summon in a summon, yeah, that that you don't like somebody, somebody that you have that person as an aimed person, then the uh, thought, action, then the result as, oh, I did it or whatever, the, being able to eliminate someone that you have aversion towards. <clears throat> so, we allow the things to complete by not having this recognition, awareness, not having the awareness, and then we allow these things to complete. More and more we have uh, this uh, understanding or the inside of the, of the practice that that gap becomes closer and closer, then we will not allow things to complete. The she, samba, jawan, tatu. It's possible that we now we catch after this completion. Then possible the middle of the action we may catch that we can eliminate. We, we can drop the actions. Later, just simply arising the boiling up the emotions, the, the intention developing, samba, of harming others, that time it can uh, eliminate the, the karmic force. Later, it's possible that simply, let's say, me having some difficulty with someone, that simply seeing the person will help me to, 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 that seeing the person will help me, basically, to not have this thing arise, because I know there's the potential of that. So, so that there's the sense of Kandrava, eventually, right now, is we have, big gap, then finally it's like emotion arising or just simply seeing the potential of the person that being able to being able to have overcome or being able to kind of let go of that uh, arising. So to me that uh, I'm what I'm saying here is that I'm not, I'm like you, 
I hope you are great. Uh, you are doing wonderful practice. But what I'm saying is, I'm I'm not accomplished of these things. But at least I I sense this. I I know that that is what I I I have done uh, quite a few contemplations, and I just simply see these things. But am I am I fully uh, mastered this? Not at all. Not at all. But I do see this relation. Karma teaching is has this that that we can arrive to that sense of kind of shadow state. I, I can I can smell it. I can smell it, but I can taste it kind of but I'm not I'm, I'm not eating the you know, it's not like I'm truly done it. But I can kind of sense it. That more and more we contemplate, the more comes this closer and closer of of uh, <clears throat> but basically that is the one that I will say as essence essence of the karma teaching is that we have to arrive to that of course as everything is this way um, practice shenji shenji how you say shenji uh, different uh, differentiating shenji yeah shenji ba huh I don't know exactly what basically saying this is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. Huh? Discernment. But from the from the beginning, this is what we have to we have everything we have to have a clear, isn't it? So for example, when as a place of a Dzogchen uh, time, we say to, to have a good meditation, you have to have a clear understanding what is sem, what is rigba, what is kunzub, what is tandam. So similarly, from the beginning, we have to have this understanding. What is virtue, what is non-virtue? What is suffering, what is happiness? <clears throat> so, so therefore, from the beginning, we have to have this sense of kind of knowing the direction that we want to choose. So therefore, karma teachings, it basically it kind of gives you, says, okay, if you do this, you will get this. That which means if you do virtue, you will get happiness. If you do non-virtue, you get suffering. So it is from the beginning kind of gives us a clear direction what to choose. Then choosing is a, is a, is a is uh, not that difficult because from the bicycle, every each of us our wish to be happy, wish to obtain happiness, wish to abandon suffering. So therefore, it is quite once we know what is the origin or the source of happiness and what is the source of suffering. So then it is quite clear that what we want to choose. Isn't it? If we, of course, if we are a little bit maybe not stable, things then you may see the different things. But if we are a clear-headed person, we will, once we know exactly what, what gives happiness, what gives suffering, then we will choose the uh, uh, right action and right path. Isn't it? So, so therefore, 
basically this uh, um, <clears throat> the teaching of karma it is um, uh, <clears throat> basically it really gives us a, a ground of basically the uh, uh, unshakable ground because it makes us basically uh, 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 honest, honest to oneself. That is the uh, fundamental thing. To be a good practitioner, you have to be honest to yourself. Uh, so that, see, many times, <clears throat> Not many times, let's say, sometimes, sometimes, that we tend to, basically, we tend to put mask on. Mask of something beautiful. But inside is not so much change, isn't it? But basically, it is out of ego that we put a different face to others, and we have something else within. So then that kind of way does nothing but harm oneself. If oneself is being harmed, and then we naturally harm others also. <clears throat> so basically, the, uh, the teaching of karma is a very, very important because it really brings us on the right track. <clears throat> because that is the uh, um, Kadambas way says, Hama kaya tade lulatu, chima kandro tade lelatu. How we were in the past is simply look at how you are now and how you will be in the future. Look at how your action right now, how we are is a result of the past and how we will be in the future is the, our action is the cause of the, our, our future. So it is all how we want to be in the future is all depends on our own action. So therefore, paying attention to, to, to the, our action, bringing, bringing uh, basically this shadow idea, basically brings this awareness, mindfulness. Jemba, Xi Jin, Pao This teaching of karma basically really, uh, as an idea of shamatha, Jine ideas, it also starts from here. <clears throat> Jamba, mindfulness, alertness, carefulness, these things all, what do you call, <clears throat> uh, happens by the understanding, 
the teaching of karma. So therefore, as you see, as a practitioner, once we have uh, the practice, the teaching of karma in, in some good state, and then uh, integration of the dharma in our action becomes not that difficult. Then comes the then the uh, samsara part, the, uh, the three realms we experience are samsara, are the ocean of suffering. says that then, if you are not careful, if you are not careful of your actions, and then it talks about the samsara, <coughs> uh, samsara, <coughs> uh, because if we are not uh, careful uh, uh, of the, our actions, then our samsaric habit force will kind of occupy and invade our life. And then, as we, as we know, that if we allow our samsaric habit to kind of lead our day, the samsaric actions become effortless, isn't it? Effortless. This is one that uh, kind of gives you a gives me a very big shock. At the same time, it kind of gives you a, some hope. Because on the one hand, we try. I I when I meditate, I really try to to put my hundred percent. I really try. But at the same time, I fail almost every every sitting. I try, mind goes effortlessly. It's <laughs> completely effortlessly. Meditation practice is supposed to be a effortless meditation, but it's a challenge. But samsari kind of things, effortless happens. But then, <laughs> in the one hand, it's like a hopeless. It's on the one hand, it's kind of a very depressing. But on the other hand, it is a very, it is also going to give you some light. Because all that right now the samsara things being an effortless kind of a thing being with us is due to many, 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 many reputations. The reputation not only of this life, but many, many, many lives. So now we know it is a many reputations. So now, if I repeat, if I do, it takes a tsundru, how you say, tsundru, uh, diligence, diligence needs. Uh, but if I put a reputations of my practice, practice, reputation, the more I'm able to put effort into my practice, that that much I'm developing the habit, that, that kind of a habit. So as right now the samsaric thoughts and actions are becoming, uh, as being uh, effortless, if I put effort, I have a hope of my practice being uh, effortless too, because this is itself is evident of this being possible. Isn't it? Does it make sense? So therefore, 
One hand is tiring. It's really tiring. Meditate, trying to trying to really be with the practice. Just simply, just sometimes I, I mean, of course, we have to, we're supposed to use many different methods to be with the Dharma. Sometimes maybe it's not so going well. So just simply, out of Guru Yoga, just simply trying to pray and unite our mind with the Madhu Lama. You can't get better, better place than that, but mind goes. <laughs> it's kind of really, uh, it's difficult. But then, I try to see it the, the uh, positive way. This that is also by us repeating many many times. So for therefore, if I repeat of this other way many times, also is possible. So then, kind of gives you a hope and joy of each each trying each practicing becomes a joyful. So, <clears throat> therefore, <clears throat> as we in the teaching say that when we, where we engage, there's many ways of engaging as a motivation, kulong, uh, yeah, kulong motivation. <coughs> so when we, when we truly kind of have a, a nice understanding of the uh, uh, samsara, then fear of those motivation kind of naturally eliminates. By simply having a good contemplation on the samsara eliminates, such as uh, the least uh, capacity beings way as doing practice to to uh, to be born into a higher 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 realm kind of these things, or um, wanting to be uh, free from the sam, uh, samsara as an individual kind of attitude, these things all eliminates by proper contemplation on the samsara because we know that as much as our self is suffering in this samsara, that others are samsara suffering. As much as we have aversion to this suffering, that all beings have aversion towards suffering. So therefore, so then that our engagement into into a dharma becomes a more sense of responsibility for the all welfare of all sentient beings than individual attitude. <clears throat> so therefore, uh, it is important to to reflect that um, <clears throat> understanding that uh, if we are not careful with our action, and then such as Dasha, Shedang, Timbu, Ngajal, Chado, Serna. So then the, uh, what do you call it? The five emotions plus miserliness, yeah, Serna, things. Then uh, brings into a, a different, the six realms of uh, being born into a six realms. <clears throat> Then, as you read in a verse, my perfect teacher, hell realms have its own intense sufferings by hot and cold. And then the animal, the hungry ghost, also by hunger and thirst. Animal also by <clears throat> by uh, what do you call? Uh, how do you say this one? Um, 
each other eating uh, sufferings and also like a um, uh, human we also dominate we kind of make some animals we how you say not like a slave kind of captive huh captive captive, captive. yeah uh, then humans, the uh, uh, the four aspect, four ways of uh, sufferings, kewa, gawa, nawa, chiwa, birth, sickness, aging, death, then the tapsu uh, dungal. Then the uh, demigod by uh, what do you call the force, the, especially the sufferings through conflict. It is all due to jealousies. And then as a uh, then the um, uh, sufferings of the god room is due to um, basically karmic of that is from the pride. Po po wa tungwa. Falling, uh, basically, in a worldly point of view, is the highest is the as um, the dem uh, uh, was a worldly god. <coughs> then, when, when they exhaust their karma of that, then when when they when they see nothing but lower <coughs> place for falling, basically sufferings by these kind of things, basically. Wherever we take birth in the samsara, and then as we say from the beginning, and then it is uh, uh, sufferings, sufferings, uh, beings on six realms have its own kind of a, a, a certain uh, ways of suffering. Then in generally we say uh, suffering on top of suffering, changeable suffering, or pervasive suffering. <coughs> Then the people being suffered by all uh, kinds of way. And then, uh, <clears throat> humans, we say, they are Dungaji Chuvu Chambushi, basically, the four rivers of sufferings. Uh, as a birth, sickness, aging, and uh, these, uh, what do you call, uh, <clears throat> death. <clears throat> Even though, let's say, uh, certain realms of beings there is no sense of kind of a bone, then kind of how say aging kind of by like the way we do from crawling and that kind of way is just simply a karmic uh, uh, mind body that that instant reborn with a complete kind of maturity kind of way of basically experiencing like hell realms. There is no such thing as a what I call uh, aging and this and that. <clears throat> but then, animal realms. 
and the certain realms of hungry ghosts, then actually they do have a birth. They do have an aging. They do have a, uh, uh, some of these kind of phases. But why not addressing those things to, let's say, animal realms also have these, these phases? And uh, why we don't say to them, why say we say that to human? Yeah? Human we say, oh, kewa, gawa, nawan, chiwa. And animals we don't say these things. Why? What do you think that uh, reason is? You see, that is uh, one, one thing that we have to uh, reflect on. <clears throat> <clears throat> We should pay, we should look, yeah? Why we say that particular one is for human and why is we, we don't say for, for, for uh, animals and, and others? I'm, I'm curious. So maybe you can tell me later. Somehow, later. <clears throat> so anyway, <clears throat> That um, when we really contemplate on the uh, suffering of samsara, basically seeing the, the, the contemplating on the defect of the samsara, <clears throat> then we really understand it's not only ourself is the suffering, but Whoever is in the samsara as a hell realms, as a hungry ghost, as an animal, as a human, as a demigod, God, we all are suffering. Then all those beings have exactly the same feeling as oneself, wanting to be free from the suffering, wanting to abandon the suffering. Basically, I look at it this way, the way we experience the suffering, the way we react to the suffering, is all same, basically. We want to abandon the suffering. We want to, yeah, abandon suffering. Where, where I have a, a wish of suffering, uh, happiness, where I experience the suffering, uh, happiness, and where I react to the happiness, is same. We all. So therefore, <clears throat> when we kind of arrive to a, a right conclusion of this fourth contemplations, and also it opens the the practice of the bodhicitta compassion practice also opens from here. The point, the the. Uh, uh, practice of emptiness, practice of compassion, these both really develops from the forethought practice. But then in generally, uh, we say the precious human birth and impermanent practice <clears throat> helps to, to uh, it helps to kind of uh, avert the the what do you call it? Uh, shem, 
it decreases the attachment to this life, the way we kind of cling and we, we kind of get all caught. And then the the teachings on the karma and the, and the suffering of samsara, then it helps to kind of uh, 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 helps to what do you call cut these samsara this uh, the uh, the future uh, further samsara <clears throat> and then basically uh, Kadamba Atisha's tradition says <clears throat> that <clears throat> that basically there's a there's a word now let's see how I forget this uh, says this way that this is the time of ourself making a difference from animal. We have a special human birth. Even though we have a special human birth, but the and the fundamental is same. As much as we have a wish to happiness, animals have. As much as we have wish to abandon the suffering, animals have. Be all beings have the wish, want to abandon sufferings, wish to happiness, we all have. So now, difference comes by is that being being able to apply what makes to abandon the suffering and what makes to, to achieve this, the happiness. So, so there comes the, then the uh, proper kind of practice, isn't it? So, so, so therefore, to, to, to being uh, uh, meaningful of our life is all having this, the application, integrating the Dharma in our life is the one that makes us uh, unique or different from, uh, from the general beings. <clears throat> and uh, so, so therefore, we always have to remember <clears throat> that uh, <clears throat> um, precious, this, the Kadamba's way of saying is that Nyeka Jikla Namke Lodandra. Nyeparkawa is very is not so easy to obtain. At the same time, it is easy to uh what do you call Njiklawa uh lose. Uh Nyeka Njikla Namke Lodandra is like a lightning. Lightning doesn't happen all the time. It happens once in a while, but then the lightning is very, very short and uh, uh, so so therefore says that it's like that so therefore we have to know how to take full advantage of of the uh, uh, our basically uh, our birth the, the impermanent karma suffering of samsa these things are all a support to make our own this life meaningful. It's our meaningful. <clears throat> and so, once we know the forethought, practice uh, 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 some uh, deep way, and then we truly kind of understand exactly 
where we are why we are here and uh, how we can get out of this place so basically it gives you a full answer see right now our mind goes mind goes mind goes mind goes it's like a <clears throat> not exactly having a right answer to oneself why i have to be here we still have uh deep inside we still have a, some very strong kind of a enjoyment or indulging to the samsaric things by our habit and when we have a, a proper contemplations and understandings and then we know every time mind kind of going here and there of some sort of thing is is further development of suffering further development of suffering so so therefore as i said before it's like this kind of thing the minute kind of a uh, this our uh, the thought of samsara thing arising has the power to liberate power to 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 dissolve by simply knowing that we are nothing but developing further sufferings and then becomes less and less fight in our practice less and less fight in our practice and then we will have a very high state long endurance yeah long endurance practice even though we know as as um, patrunbuche says <clears throat> that being around those who have faith in devotion it also it helps to increase our own faith in devotion those who are if we if we rely around with the person beings as a friend with a compassion also it can develop ourselves <clears throat> of these things but we can get a certain influence by uh, around us but then that their influence then we practice and we practice and then in the we we know it is a good thing and we get moved by their qualities and this and that kind of stuff but then within our own practicing time if there's nothing but fight 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 then it's very easy to understand isn't it basically when we practice we supposed to be happy we supposed to be mind happy body happy because we doing doing basically mind thinking completely positive body is simply doing nothing but just relaxing sitting prop nicely and just sitting our body should be happy mind should be happy but then when we finish our practice our body is tired <coughs> mind is tired because of all this kind of fight that going trying to bring it back going trying to bring it back then there is so much judgment then criticizing criticism to ourselves all the things makes us exhaust makes us exhaust makes us exhaust 
one after another after another then eventually what happens is that after all ego is still there and then one time you try we try we fail two time fail three time fail then there's constant of these things eventually it can trick trigger comes from there to run away from it we don't want to see a failure again and again so we run away <clears throat> run away this thing can happen so therefore the uh, for practitioners the forethought practice while we while we are doing the forethought practice contemplating then we should see everything in there as a achievement of the uh, emptiness is all in there as a compassion practice is all in there as having a good forethought contemplations will will bring a good ground of understanding and realizing the practice of emptiness and compassion and as you this is not just a simply a few beautiful words or kind of saying things but as you see in the teachings of the kadamba practitioners gesen romtamba sharaba there are many of them they simply meditated on the uh, precious human birth and the chow meyava mantra attaining we're going to uh, not, not leaving the body just body going to the pure land can capture this uh, way and chow medava impermanent uh, impermanent practice and the uh, mani mantra doing having a fully real, uh, realization happening so this is many masters of the uh, adishas uh, tradition happened and it can happen to us for example when 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 rumbuche and kandula uh, uh, and i uh, uh, joined with rumbuche the first time to 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 tibet tromta we we went to see in tromge adi rumbuche and he was in a very strict retreat and uh, rumbuche get to go inside but kandula and i we were from the outside from the fence then he gave some chundre dama kind of connections teaching small one things but i didn't we didn't have the fortune to see him but even a great master like tromge adi <coughs> and after half an hour or 20 minutes of talking with my father says oh now i don't have time to to talk more father i have to go back to my practice i'm wasting my time like this after that many years of practice that many yeah since he was very very young he took a vow to only kind of sleep a short time is maximum around hour and then he always uh, practiced and uh, like him 
still has that kind of a, a force that he keeps, then why not us? He was Kemongagarumbuche, previous Kemongagarumbuche wrote a, a supplication prayer to Truko Arik as kind of prophecy of being a future teacher of him. Kind of, kind of wrote a supplication prayer to Truko Arik. <clears throat> and then, of course, later he did, Kemongaga II become his disciple. <clears throat> that kind of a Teacher, almost like a teacher of a Vimala Mitra, as also every minute is counting, and then why not us? Isn't it? So it's a, it's a very, very <clears throat> um, many of Trugu uh, Arik's disciples become a great practitioners. It is all due to that kind of a uh, precise practice, six months and uh, contemplating on the forethought. And therefore, if we don't have time to contemplate, Six months, but at least we should arrive to a, we should arrive to a uh, attitude that seeing that it is a what do you call a, a, a precious. See, arriving to a state, uh, arriving to a um, to a having a great respect to to the practice, so that we can have that becomes a part of our practice in our daily life <clears throat> yeah so <clears throat> um, I remember um, when I went into retreat, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> we, I have come. The contemplation that the Rumbuche made me do is a <clears throat> three months of contemplating on the four thoughts. 
And I, then I thought, why three months? Because I read first teaching of uh, from Rumbuche, the hours, the commit, Samaya, the commitment that Rumbuche gave us <clears throat> is to read 25 times of the words of my perfect teacher. So I read 25 times. Then I have done the Choling Mondro before and so forth. I thought, oh, yes, I, I know these uh, four thoughts. The, all the quotations and all the memorizing, all everything is I can say and things like that. I know these things. Why, why three months? <clears throat> but really, that um, it is Rambuche's kindness. It's Rambuche's kindness that really uh, made me uh, that develop the respect to the forethought and practice in generally practice on the one row because we get carried away by our understandings intellectual understandings that assumed assumes in in a way that completely blinds us <clears throat> that his kindness in general and his omniscient, he, his clairvoyance by knowing he sees my weaknesses and sees my blindness then made me do this three months even though I was receiving Kirim Mengakundu teachings in, in that time are uh, receiving these things but started with the Mondro so then the contemplation was all based on that <clears throat> on the four thoughts and I really uh, right now I feel like I'm a practitioner Dharma practitioner really uh, it is Rinpoche's kindness Otherwise, I might be a thousand zimbi, thousand zimbi chuba, you know. Uh, if Rinpoche is not picking up on, on my weaknesses, I might be a look like a practitioner, but I might be a not really a good practitioner, I might be a not practitioner. Good practitioner, I have a long way to go. But at least breaking through some some blindness, it is all due to his his kindness. <clears throat> and uh, yes, and uh, since since then, then I I always try to uh, reflect on the practice and always try to make it into a, a practice. I always re reflect on such as impermanence, such as karma, are trying to understand. And um, <clears throat> basically, what I'm, where I'm coming is that it has a link. Impermanent contemplation has a link of meditation of emptiness.
karma teachings such as these things are not exactly uh uh what do you call <coughs> uh directly what do you call like this with the ripa things but there is a link <coughs> Then of course, as a, as a suffering of samsara, the difficult samsara has a great link to the practice of compassion. So that I tend to 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 see uh, some connections between the what we trying to practice as a as a Dzogchen ways, as a Vajrayana ways, as a Mahayana ways in general. I tend to see a connection. A, a deep link between the four thoughts, then that kind of gives me a greater and greater kind of contentment with the contemplations. And therefore, I still, as I'm mentioning, that I have long way to go as to really understand, but I develop a respect, develop a joy, develop a sense of kind of a uh excitement because more we deb- more we kind of contemplate the more there is to see there is this to understand and uh, it kind of gives you a ever kind of uh it's like a revealing all there's something small small thing to reveal over and over uh, again and again so uh, uh things it kind of make, gives you a great sense of kind of a uh joy in the practice and therefore what I'm trying to say is that I want to make it clear that I have no realization of these things but I, as I said before I have a sense there is something there of the connection between so so therefore we should put effort into into this way so so that uh, we have each of us have the uh, potential to become a good practitioner and uh, great practitioners good great and then someday hopefully like this kind of a way we all have and so then these things will happen by paying attention to to these these kind of proper way <clears throat> this podcast is supported by the generosity and kindness of chagdagumpa members and donors if you're interested in becoming a member, making a donation, or if you want to learn more about Chagdagumpa, feel free to go to chagdagumpa.org.